brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. We are rolling. Mm-hmm. I should. Do you want to change to Star Wars music instead? Oh, yeah, yeah. that was it, wasn't it? That that wasn't Star Wars music. I thought it was. Yeah, that's yeah, Superman that, in me. No, I thought that was Star Wars. Aren't there the rumors that, that Superman's going to cross over with Star Wars? Well, I hope so. Yeah, George Lee said that as uh, something to be. Funny. George Lee. George Lee. S- Spiel Stan. <laughs> George Lee Spielstein. Yeah, he said that to be funny, and everyone's freaking out. Like, oh, that wouldn't be a good meme. I actually know a very prominent comic artist that um, has, like, roughed out paintings of, like, Superman and Star Wars characters and DC heroes and Star Wars heroes. Oh, I know that one, too. My uh, Superman Migos would always meet the Planet of the Ape Migos, so it's not that uncommon, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Could work. I saw I saw the man in beige on on what was it? Not sixty minutes. That other one, the one that's on in the morning. That uh, Sunday show, the CBS morning show. Yeah. On Sunday, the Sunday morning show, they had a profile. Oh, with Chuck, Chuck Osgood or yeah, Moraka. Charles Osgood, that guy, whatever his name is. Stan Lee is incredibly old. He's older than I am, and most of my ties. They <laughs> interviewed him. They interviewed him in San Diego because I recognized all the backgrounds. That's hilarious. Mm. On the ID network? <laughs> the house spies get killed? <laughs> I like that. As far as I was concerned, my neighbor had already killed most of the block. I love That's that. Uh, they should get Stan Lee and that homicide hunter, that Lieutenant Joe Kinda guy. I don't know that show, but I, I believe I love it. that show. I love of course it. you do. Why Why? Why you got to be that way, Johnny? Just was. Why? What does that mean? Because it's kind of a knucklehead show. Why is it a knucklehead show? Why? You sound like you have a cold, Johnny. A little bit. Uh, You're going to get all the listeners sick now. Yeah, I know. I'm like Red Eagle. I'm like Roosevelt at Yalta. Like hunched over in my wheelchair. I can't understand what Stalin is saying. Yeah, you diss my show, and and I can't. I can't do this podcast. America. Have you ever seen the show, Johnny? I I like Homicide Hunter. <laughs> I like the ID Network. Yeah, I love Housewives. Dead Housewives dot com. It's always the husband. Mm-hmm. Ironically, he's <laughs> number one suspect. He's he's awesome, Johnny Lieutenant Joe Kenda. He's like this crotchety old detective 
who's got all the he, he's got these great sayings. It's awesome. What uh, what where does he work out of? Yeah, uh, he's in Colorado. I think. Okay. To be. But he's got he's like this gruff, like kind of Humphrey Bogart, very very noir. Yeah. yeah. See. Guy. Yeah. He's like, you know, being an a-hole is not against the law, but if it were, we'd have to erect a fence around the whole state of California. Right. You know, oh. What's his beef with California? Oh, not California. Colorado. Whatever the hell. I don't oh, care. They only have mini sodas there. So obviously you're a big fan of the show. And, uh, All right. You know what? I'm done. Man, with man. <laughs> Even injured, I, have, I can still punch you. I haven't, you I haven't talked Johnny? to anyone, I haven't talked What's to anyone that? in weeks and he insults me five minutes in. I got the flu. Oh, that's why. Okay, oh, I forgive flus. you, Sonny. Got I get the, the flu, flu, so yeah, I'm all, I'm all, I'm all hopped up on Nyquil. I need so. some peninsulin. <laughs> there you go. I'm not responsible for what I say on tonight's podcast. I'm, I'm throwing it out there. There's my disclaimer. Oh, yeah. You get the flu shot, Johnny? I did not get a flu One shot. One of those anti-vaccination uh, guys. Yeah, me and Jenny McCarthy. Exactly. I started walking backwards and speaking in tongues. You can't close your eyes anymore. That's right. Conjugate verbs can't do that. You can see the eye socket orbital bone real protruding around colors. your eyeballs. Or I feel colors. Blue feel, blue really hurts. <laughs> well, she, she was she was she was very experimental sexually. You don't know what she did with that eye socket. Really? What? <laughs> she used to make Jimmy the Muscle sandwiches over here. Jenny Scotland. McCarthy, yeah. yeah, yeah, she did. She worked at the deli over there. True. Grinding up sausage and stuff. Slice <laughs> some bologna, yeah. Back in the eighties, she did, yeah. You think she re- he remembers her, or she remembers? Yeah, her? you know, he knew her, yeah. She Jenny from the block, pimento and exactly. cheese. Yeah, I have a friend who grew up in DeKalb and had that sort of relationship with Cindy Crawford. Yeah, she made sandwiches. Neighborhood girl knew her really well. Aunt Mole, Molly, Molly. That's good. That's a wonderful, wonderful thing. So how did the how did the uh, holidays and the beginning of the new year go so far for everybody? I don't know. I thought um, we bought it already. Yeah. Have we? We talked about Star Wars, remember? Oh, that's right. All right. So since our last well, how was long that the Christmas pod? But we didn't. Yeah, that was was that? Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't New Year's. It was Christmas. Yeah, come on, pre- That was pre Christmas. Wow. We're in we a post fifty two right now. I'm looking right now to see what date it was. Yeah, I have come to the conclusion that 2016 hates music. Oh my god! Yeah, no kidding. Wow, it hurts me so much. Everybody, I didn't like it. Glenn Fry was the one that made me say, "Oh, come on, what's going on?" Yeah, I was sad too. I was sad for both. I was sad for both of them. Yeah, yeah. Glenn Fry. I- I, I saw the guy last time we saw him in concert. He sang with, sang with his eyes closed. Yeah. I think he sings better that way, or used to. Concentrates. He told all. Yeah, the, very intense. He told all the parents that I apologize for keeping you out late on a school night. Because <laughs> everybody's like fifty now. Kind of <laughs> good. But you sing good. <laughs> I like the Eagles. Um, I didn't like the fact that f- From Hell Freezes Over on, uh, they charged her a real lot of money to go see them. Yeah, $200. Yeah, it was like a, it's like a serious like investment to like go to rock concerts, and the Eagles are the ones who really started that trend. I remember in the 90s when Hell Freezes Over came out, and uh, Don Henley was on the rock station that I worked at at the time. 
And one of our hosts is like, don't you think that's a little high to of a ticket price? And he's like, no. <laughs> I remember when we were, my parents took me to the Eagles concert. And during they're, we're watching and they're, we're singing and watching Dan Henley and these guys on stage sing. And then my dad leans over to me and said, hey, you think they'll sing this song? And I'm trying not to pay attention because we just pay two hundred dollars to hear these guys sing, and then he keeps saying, "You know, the one that goes like this." And he keeps singing. I go, "Dad, let's listen to the song they're playing." <laughs> they'll probably they'll probably listen to that one. He's probably singing "Hotel California" or something. Yeah, I, I'm sure they'll sing that one. <laughs> just let, did he, let him did he get to over, it. Did he lead yeah, over and say, "That's that's that's Glenn Fry up there"? Yeah, that's Glenn. That's Glenn Fry. <laughs> Took you right out of the concert when he said it. Nice. Yeah, stop it. Yeah. (laughs) Ironically, uh, El Rey Network, Robert Rodriguez's channel on Comcast, um, was showing uh, Miami Vice. And they showed the Smugglers Blues episode on Friday, and I DVR'd it. And Jackie had never seen it. I'm like, oh my God, dude, you got to see it because. I really think that movie or that episode is like a mini movie. I never saw it. It's great, honestly. It's like a great little crime movie, it's like a like a fifty minute crime movie. They should rename that Miami Vice Friday. They should name it Glenn Friday. Mm. Hey now. <laughs> and then I was talk- I was talking to Artie earlier today, and this is a true story. It we is. should look we, up we, what the- you, wait, you guys you guys talk without us. We didn't know that no. we were going to pot. Oh, I was just listening mostly. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was, yeah, I was definitely on a Nyquil jack. And Artie's just like, "Yeah, all right. Listen, I got to go." We were talking about fights and punching and stuff, though. No, I had. No, it, I, was I got the other. Oh. <laughs> all right, I'm going to look. I'm going to look up the details, and then I'll have the story for you. What? Wait, did the you way, record the, our the, conversation? No, I didn't. <laughs> no, we Illegally. were on the phone. <laughs> What about Linda Tripp? You're supposed to inform him, I think. If we you didn't talk about Linda Tripp. We talked a little bit about Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Wendy got renewed. I'm so happy. Oh, I've really? Watch her in the mornings now. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, she had a skirt on today. Oh. And she had high boots, black like leather boots that went past her knee. Did they go all the way up to her neck? No. Oh. Just the knee. So you saw thigh. You saw thigh tees. Yeah. Black boots. Blutes. Black boots. Blutes. Glutes. Gluteus. Boots. Mexicans. Blutes. Blutos. Bluto done it. Bluto. So, I remember Bluto done it. <laughs> I remember that one. 1993, after those uh, Glenn Fry Miami Vice episodes, and he had done a couple other shows too, CBS gave him the show called South of Sunset. I remember and, that actually. Well, do you remember the story behind it? Because what happened was they uh, the show was heavily promoted during the 1993 World Series by CBS. However, only the pilot ever aired, and not even in the entire country. The premiere was preempted by news coverage of the wildfires in Malibu, including uh, the West Coast, uh, KCBS in Los Angeles. Disappointed with the ratings of the pilot and unwilling to give it a second chance to build a base, they immediately canceled the show after it aired. Hmm. It was kind of canceled, like while the show was being aired. They're like, "Well, no, you know, the part of the country that is watching, they don't seem nobody cares," as Artie would say. I watch a lot of stuff like that, though. Nobody cares. Get halfway. Same with comics. It happens to me with comics. I read first three pages, and then 
Nah, put it down. <laughs> yeah. Read the next yeah. one. Is that what you did with Sammy? Oh, I didn't. I read I didn't it all. Even, <laughs> I didn't even I get them past all. the cover. Yeah. <laughs> it was just so beautiful. It's like, oh my God, this is beautiful. But I've been watching Lost. Oh yeah, I watched Lost. So, so where are you in uh, the run? Season six, episode eight. I didn't even know there were six seasons. So you're in the last season? I think there's seven seasons. What's your favorite part so far? You know, you know what that show did to me. What's that? You know what that show did to me? It it ruined every other show that comes on and automatically starts with six months ago. I shut it off. As, as, as soon as they go back or forth in time, I should. I can't take it. I should. Yeah, that's it, it, every episode is. That's how you find out about these characters and Lost. But that's what I like about it. But I hate it when they show the Korean couple because I have to stop and read the screen while I'm working, <laughs> and I hate those because I'm like oh, and I usually have to go back and rewatch it because I'm list. I'm r- drawing and. They're talking. I have no idea what they're talking about. So here I think the guy wants a bank loan to repair his house. But then I go back and rewatch it, and he's actually getting instruction to go kill a guy. You know? <laughs> so I don't know what's going on. A little different. Yeah, I'm trying to make – you really need the language, you know? But but the show is is awesome for characters. Oh, yeah. You know? But I'm not sure – What's, I know that a lot of people complained about it and that they were lost with lost. <laughs> but uh, And a lot of people had unanswered questions. But so far, it's I'm good. There was a little stumbling block in season five, but I got past it. And now uh, season six seems to be picking up again. It's more magical and mysterious. And sci- My stumbling uh, block was, was halfway through episode uh, season two when they wouldn't explain anything. And I'm like, I'm done. Oh, I liked all that. Season, season three was the best, my favorite so far. Like um, season four, the guy who says I, "brother" all the time. I was gonna say Desmond. Yeah, I like him. Doesn't he look like Frank Miller? A little bit. Yeah. He looks like to me. He always looked like brother. young Frank Miller, not current Frank Miller, but young Frank Miller. Like his brother, like his, or his cousin. You could be related to him with the genes, you know. I do. I like Locke, John Locke. Sure. I like Locke, I like Sun and, and ben, June. Ben Linus is the best. And yeah, he's funny. What's funny is that months ago, maybe a year ago, I bought all of the Lost uh, Migos. Uh, I bought them when they were real cheap, when they were on sale, because I'm just going to use them for parts and clothes and shoes and take their heads off and paint them. And I started to make some of the guys into other people and characters. And now that I watch this, I want to reassemble them <laughs> and put them back together. How do I go? <laughs> well, you, you should buy other figures and make it into those lost figures. I should. You like, should buy like Breaking Bad or something like that or, or Planet of the Apes to make them into lost figures. Mm-hmm. Because I always thought John Locke would make a good Walter White if I put the glasses and hat on him. But so far I have uh, my uh, – the doctor, Matthew Fox. What's his name? Jack. I have Jack as – Netflix Daredevil because he we has used, that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I used him as Netflix Daredevil. That's awesome. We just call him Mr. McCarty. Do what now? What do you call him? So we just call him Mr. McCarty. 
Mr. McHotty? Yeah, because he's hot. Is he? He was Racer X in the Speed Racer movie. Yeah, he was. That's right. So was our friend, that other guy, Scott. Yeah, Scott played young uh, Rex Racer. That's right, Scott Porter. I like it. I like that guy's catchphrases, or he has nicknames for everybody. Sawyer. (laughs) Sawyer, He's real fun to watch. And I saw um, there's a YouTube video with all his nicknames. Nicknames from season one, nickname season two. And it's that's awesome. Hurley. Yeah, Hurley. I love Hurley. Hurley's Hurley's rewriting Star Wars. Now, did you see the whole thing? Yeah. Oh, cool. I didn't. Yeah, I'm, I'm almost there. I'll pro- I usually uh, seems like I see six or seven episodes a night. Seems like no wow. I just put them on all day. But wow. I, Her- yeah, Hurley and Sawyer became buddies, didn't they? In the one season. Yeah. Yep. yeah. They're like Han and Chewie. <laughs> they, there's a lot of uh, when you binge watch this thing, and I, I really think that. This thing was the thing that caused binge watching because it's designed that way. Because there's so much going into this show. Like you watch one episode and three episodes later to refer to what this person said. Yeah. And, um, but when you watch binge watching this thing, you really see the references to other movies. There's a lot of Star Wars references. Um, I, there was, I forgot what part it was, but somebody said, like, Han Solo. That one goes there, and this one goes there. They did it just like Han Solo. And then there was, uh, there's a lot, a lot with uh, just a lot of lines. One guy wasn't that wasn't that because the writers readily admitted they didn't know what the hell they were doing? Right. Yeah. And and I I was gonna say like, you could really tell in season five, like it reads like a comic book that we don't know, or like Saturday Night Night Live skit that doesn't know how to end. It just all right, we can do this now, or like uh like how the Claremont burn stuff was with x-men there's a lot of unended stories they're like oh that was cool but they never went back to that i'm still looking for margolius snardos remember that with uh <laughs> with uh with nightcrawler when he first saw mystique when the x-men were uh when when mystique became uh the leader of the brotherhood of evil mutants and he said uh that one looks like me and she said uh I'm not your mother. For your mother, you asked somebody called Margolius Snardos. I remember that as a kid, and I never, they never followed up with that. Or maybe they did, and I missed it because I might have came out in 1993 or something, but or college years or something. But I, yeah, but like that's how you could tell, you could tell it started to be like comics a little bit. But I think they're back on track in season six because they saw an ending in sight. Well, yeah, they kept going to ABC, and ABC was like, oh, we don't know if we want to keep it going. Because it was a cult hit, but it wasn't like a massive rating set. But the people that watched it loved it. Yeah. And finally, you know, uh, they're like, listen, we can't keep going season to season. You have to, like, let us know how much time we have so that we can, like, you know, end this properly. Yeah. And then they found, came to an agreement for whatever, however many episodes. And then the episode, I know the seasons got shorter. Yeah, one was they 14 like, episodes, I think. There you go. Yeah. Well, and I think it was during the writer's strike, too. I could be wrong. Uh, but no, you're right. Like that show and uh, Galactica, um, yeah. I think those were like made to binge watch. Yeah. And when you see the every episode has um, somebody doing something like they're either chopping wood or cooking or doing something and somebody comes up to them and just hov- hovers around 
And every episode, someone says, what can I do for you? Or what do you need? Every episode. And I see it. Like, I could see it. I could see the writer's words and their scenes. Like, oh, that guy wrote that. I don't know who wrote it, but I know the same guy wrote this scene who wrote the scene in the next one. You know? And it's, well, Brian K. Vaughn was one yeah. of the writers for a while. Jeff Loeb was one of the writers for a while. Yeah, I see him, their names on there, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Pretty- Jesse Alexander, my buddy, I believe was one of the writers. I hope it ends, like, I hope it ends opposite of what, uh, how I met your mother ended. <laughs> because, <laughs> I watched that one, and I love the show because it was similar to that where you see the big guy and the redhead girl. Um, you follow their story, and it it pays off at the end. And and but all these characters you follow through their episode, like seven or ten seasons of this show, and then yeah. that last episode was so messed up, it was so out of character that these like the writers like spun them all out in different directions, like they were so not themselves that I got mad at the last episode, and I. I stopped recommending the series once I saw the final episode because it didn't end right for me. I was mad. And I remember three days later at the dinner table, I'm still talking about it. <laughs> and Rose said, God, it really affected you a lot. I said, well, I invested months <laughs> in this show and they really screwed it up, you know? And so I hope Lost does something opposite of that. I hope it, it seals off something. Because I heard things that the way it's supposed to end, I'll probably haven't. I'll probably restart Breaking Bad by the time we get the. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> well, I'll be interested in what you think because yeah, it's definitely a polarizing ending. Some a lot of people hated it, a lot of people liked it. Yeah, huh? I've heard uh, some people say it was the best two hours of television, then others people saying other things. But I'm trying not to see any spoilers. Sure, but it's it's pretty cool so far. It's. It got a little weird in the middle of season five. There's a thing, too, that's made after the last episode that was kind of a – I don't even know how to explain it, but an extra an extra scene that I think is worth watching as well that kind of ties up loose ends as well. Because in the early season, like season two, um, somebody told Hurley, we're all dead anyway. This isn't really happening. Somebody said that to him. And I'm thinking, there it is. That's the ending right there. That's <laughs> that's me predicting. And and then, uh, but I hope that's not it. I don't know. But because I got to the point now where they're time jumping. Spoiler. <laughs> time jumping and stuff. It's kind of cool. Hey, uh, our buddy uh, Henry Cavill and Jeff Johns are on TV right now. Really? Yeah, they have some sort of a DC movie thing special. Oh yeah, that um. Yeah, that, um they're talking about all of the the movies coming for summer and stuff. Yeah. No, it's an interesting television night as we're recording. Everyone will know, of course, because we're putting this out after the fact. But we're recording the night that uh, before Agent Carter's two-hour premiere, there was an hour-long Captain America. And then on the CW... The Flash. After The Flash, they did a half hour on Legends of Tomorrow and then a half hour on uh, all, all the movie stuff. I, I have out. breaking news for you, Johnny. Please. I'm all caught up on Flash and Arrow. Wow. I binge-watched everything um, the last week or so as I was working. Where's Artie in the show? I I still got to find time to watch Flash season two because it's on my TV. It's but when good, I go watch, watch TV, I'm not, I can't get to it. 
you know. You did watch season one, though. Yeah, I saw all of season one. I saw all, all of right, season one and two now. Oh, all up. <laughs> well, I love it, and I, yeah, it's, I have to say that it and Supergirl are two among my two favorite shows. Okay, yeah, uh, Supergirl, I'm like five episodes behind. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting there though. <laughs> And I like Arrow, but I, I have to admit I like Flash and Supergirl more than I like Arrow. I, I like Arrow. It's darker, but it's really intertwined with uh, with the Flash. So oh, yeah. I, I tried to watch both of them, and I binge-watched all of them, so I'm, I'm caught up on Arrow and Flash. How about Gotham? Did you see that one? No, that's I got 30 episodes recorded. That's my next Wow. One. Yeah, that's, a wow. that's my favorite out of all of them. Um, I'm excited for the X-Files next week, and... Um, I uh, I'm friends with this guy Joe Henderson, and Joe is the show running producer on the uh, Luf- Lucifer show. Ah. Lucifer, uh, yep, it's easy for you to say. I feel and like it's he, the 1990s uh, all over again, Johnny. I know it's kind of crazy. He sent me uh, a link to see the pilot in advance. We did a word balloon, oh, yeah, <clears throat> which will be out at the same time, I believe, as this episode. If all goes right, and uh, I liked it. I really liked it, and it, it, it premieres uh, Monday, January 25th, after the second night of the X-Files, because the X-Files is going to premiere on Sunday the 24th, and then episode two is the 25th, and it runs uh, the first half of the season. I think the uh, – I'm not sure if the X-Files – I think the X-Files is going to be on weekly after Sunday, Monday, and then uh, halfway through its season, then Gotham is its lead-in. But that's only six episodes long, right? The, X-Files? The X-Files, yeah. Yeah, Lucifer is uh, thirteen episodes, and after uh, Gotham comes back, it's it's Lucifer's lead in. That's cool. I hope they. So, have- yeah, and I, honestly, it's good. It really is good. I'm not. I'm not being nice. I uh, I really enjoyed it. Oh, you, it's very you funny. got to see it, right? You said. Yeah, yeah, Lucifer. Yeah, I saw the first episode. It's funny. Uh, the actors are really good. There's recognizable faces that, if you're a fan of Buffy in particular, you'll be happy to see. Uh, is his name D.B. Wood? Buff. He was Principal Wood. And I forget the actor's name. What if I'm a fan of Lucifer? Uh, well, I like it. Quark? Was it the, yes, the principal on Buffy Quark? from? Uh... No, another principal after, after uh, Quark. After Quark. They had like several principals. But this is the last one. And he was kind of a vampire hunter as well. His mom was killed by... His mom was a vampire hunter and was killed by Spike. Your mom's a vampire, vampire hunter. <laughs> nice. Exactly. Uh, but, uh, no, it's good. It really it's, – it's very entertaining. It's funny and uh, very the, – the actors are charming and it was good action and uh, good, uh, good humor. Did you ever watch uh, Justified, Johnny? I did. I loved it. I love Justified. I'm on, um, I started binge-watching the last season of that because I'm only 12 episodes out from the end. That's an awesome show. But, uh, you know what's coming up on FX to kind of replace the Justified slash Sons of Anarchy audience? Yeah, it's the – what you call it? The Breaking Bad. Southern Bastards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Latour. Yeah, the Latour and Jason Aaron show. Really? But, uh, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. The comic? Yeah, the image comic. Yep. Yeah, the comic's being turned into a show. Yeah, uh, they're like heavily involved and they're they're kicking ass. I'm very proud of oh, them. Oh, that's cool. Hey, Artie, you'd like, uh, you'd like what's uh, Justified. Oh, yeah. I want to uh, see it. Your buddy's on it, Walter Goggins. Walter Goggins. That's true. Yeah, he likes me. He's very good at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also Oliphant. I, I really love Timothy Oliphant. Yeah, he's hot. I gotta. I have to admit, I really like Rob Lowe's show with uh, with uh, Fred Savage, The Grinder. Yeah, that's pretty good. 
I think it's really funny. And, and Timothy Oliphant's kind of become the bad guy on the grinder, which is pretty funny. I don't know like, who Oliphant is. He's the main guy. He was Hitman in the movies, and he was in Deadwood. I forget the name of his character on Deadwood. You, you'd recognize him if you saw him, Marty. Yeah, you'd be, absolutely. See the absolutely. guy who was in um, that movie with with yep. uh, the guy who dated <sighs> yes. um, Bret Hart. Barbara. Uh, Barbara. The girl who I went to high school with, who I told some people, the redhead lady, and then she was in October 24-7, whatever that show What is that now? The one where they're ripping off Vegas with George Clooney. Ocean's Eleven. Ocean's Eleven. And she was going out with the vampire boy. Um, I'm confused. Kiefer, Kiefer, she went with Kiefer. Boss Yeah, and remember they were in a movie that they kept dying on a Chicago campus? Wow. They were scientific kids, like students. Scientific kids. They kept dying. What is it? Scientific kids. There was a group of them, and they kept dying. Kevin Bacon was in it. They kept dying. Oh, Oh, yeah, I know what he's talking about now. Bringing themselves back. Remember yep. Kevin Bacon and Kiefer and that redhead girl, and then they had the chubby guy with the dark hair. Now was that Oliphant? That guy? <laughs> He's not chubby, no. No. Uh, forget it. <laughs> no, but I am looking up the name of that stupid Kevin Bacon movie because I do know what he's talking. Because I saw that, like, was it called Awakenings? Not Awakenings. No. That's the that's the other movie. I saw that oh, multiple times in the theater because it was. Wondered, it was in the, Well, that helps. What is, <laughs> it's called Lead House? No, it's not called Lead House. It was... Um, Flatliners. Yeah, Flatliners. Because it was... <laughs> at that time... At From that 1990, time, everybody. When, we, when uh, it was in those $1.50 theaters that was there. Sure. And we'd Julia go, Roberts is who you were thinking Julia of? Julia Roberts. Oh, my God. And you're thinking of Oliver Platt as far as the fat yeah, guy. Yeah, Oliver Platt. Is that Oliver? <laughs> yeah. No. Is that him? No, it's, uh, All right. Oliphant is not Oliver Platt. They're not, yeah, they're nothing alike. Well, who's, did you see, uh, did you yeah, see that movie try. Chef with John Favreau? No way. No way. Did you see that where he gets a food truck and he travels across the country? I know the show, yeah. No, it was a movie. Oh, okay. Oliver <laughs> Platt was in that, not Timothy Oliphant. Well, Oliver Platt also wrestling. played the president. He played the president's lawyer in The West Wing. Oliver Fat. Yeah, he's a big, heavy set dude. He's he's good though. Not to be confused like with him. Alfred Molina, who was who was Doctor Doc Ock. Oh, I know him. He's awesome. And he's occasionally fat. Man. Oliver Platt also played the king in that Ready to Rumble movie. Yeah, that's wrestling. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I had those two references in my head. Wow! I thought they would go for the Julia Roberts one easier. <laughs> Wow! This doesn't boy. We've really like covered Oliver Platt's career. You know, you know what it is. We we haven't done a pod in a while, and and I'm a little rusty on on trying to figure out the the references. So I Oliver apologize. Platt, he, he narrates <laughs> he narrates a lot of documentaries too. No, he does the ones that basically the ones that Leif Schreiber doesn't do. Hello, I'm Oliver Platt. <laughs> is that what he does? <laughs> Hello. Yeah, basically. <laughs> He does a lot of front lines. And, uh, you might have seen me in my movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Do you think if Donald Trump doesn't win the presidency that he'll narrate a lot of shows and stuff? 
I think it's an excellent show. I think people are going to love it. Uh, what I'd like to see is uh, no. I, I think he should do a show with um, Doctor Zayas and, and and Marty McFly, the guy who directs. Or, or, Marty McFly, yeah, who's the guy? Hey, Shirley's hey, cousin, Laverne's cousin, Laverne, Laverne's cousin. Oh, Gary Marshall. Name? Gary Marshall. Man, I'm hurt today. <laughs> Making a movie with Oliver Platt <laughs> and Donald Trump. And uh, Michael J. Fox. <laughs> I want you to be Mego scale red vest like Marty War. You gotta make a you gotta make a Donald Trump Mego already. Oh I should, right? I need to get the right fuzz for the head. Yeah, I was gonna say you gotta call Dr. Mego and have him three D image three uh, D print a, a Trump head. Maybe I'll just cut off a tassel off one of our curtains. You know? Or you could take one of those troll no, like little troll dolls, yeah. and that could be the hair. Yeah, just kind of cut his hair on the sides. Yeah, or just put a. Oh, I'm not gonna say that. That was kind of. It's like cotton candy. Yeah, I like it. It was good. Oh, he. Um, I was watching the video of him at uh, Liberty College on Sunday, and he was trying to get the evangelical vote. And he was he was quoting from the Bible, and I guess he was. And I suck, so I'm sure I'm saying it wrong. But isn't like the passage like Second Corinthians? And he, he called it, as it says in the Bible, two Corinthians, right? Two Corinthians. <laughs> and, and everyone who's like, everyone who hears him say that, it's like, everyone's expecting two Corinthians walk into a bar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, what are you saying, man? And even the evangelicals were laughing. Like, yeah, nice try, pal. I like that. Two Corinthians, you know what I'm talking about. It's your book. Hey, that's <laughs> not a giraffe. That's my wife. What? Uh, his wife's hot. I just know punchlines, that's all. His wife belongs in like Maxim. And my incredibly hot daughter, who I totally nailed. <laughs> she wasn't my daughter. Oh, Dad. <laughs> oh, Did something. you see? When they were, uh, when they were in uh, New Year's Eve on Fox, they, like, they went to like all the different presidential candidates to usher in the New Year. And they saved the Trumps for last. It was very, very funny. When uh, we were watching the uh, Apprentice, and, the, and his daughter was uh, live tweeting, I, I would always follow her, write to her. But we would sit on a couch, and both me and my wife would write to her. And then after that, I have to stop. I have to stop following her because my oh yeah newspaper. Um, if you follow on Twitter, it's it would be all news about Donald Trump's girl. <laughs> so I have to. I have to stop following her. You could delete all that. Nobody cares. Either, either that or it was a restraining order. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something would happen. <laughs> What's this uh, link you sent us here, Francis? Something that I, I started watching and couldn't, couldn't really figure out what it was, but I figured it was funny enough. All right, well, it's it's opening up with sound, so I'm not going to watch it. I don't know what that is. So watch it That's for you for later. <laughs> Did it look yeah. like it kind of looked like a little bit of Batman Superman? Yeah, it but it, it's uh, something a little leave. different. Okay, I like it. That wasn't even a nicer video of him saying that again. You will. I'll put it up on uh, I like pink. That's what I should do. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. There you go. We can go to I like pink and see what's going on over there. Have you guys been watching Shit. wrestling? Pro wrestling? Man. Yes. No. Is it any good? I heard it's been bad lately. Yeah, it's been. I've been missing everything. Why? 
I think everyone's Why? hurt. All the good wrestlers are hurt, right? Yeah. And they keep trying to make Roman Reigns a star, and no one likes them. I see Ring of Honor now and then. I got some of them recorded. Whatever the Hurt Where's show the... is, that's the one you find, right? Well, the Hurt actually Ring of Honor is good. TNA's bad. That's right. I stopped. They switched TNA around. I can't. It stopped recording. Um, I think they renamed it to something. Yeah, I heard. I heard Ring of Honor is good. Like that's a good wrestling, but like TNA's really falling, like going downhill. Like it's not very good anymore. Probably because Kaz and Daniels left, so it's not good. Yeah, I haven't seen it for a little while. Probably since November, maybe. I haven't seen it for a while. But uh, last time I saw TNA, um, man, Jeff Jarrett. Man, I'm bad with names, but that's him. Jeff Jarrett was trying to take over the company with all his guys from Global Force. They were all fighting and stuff. Wasn't wasn't he supposed to be like a different... Like brand or something like that with that or or yeah. company what yeah. happened with that? Um, I think they're trying to merge with TNA, but I haven't seen the TNA wrestling show, so I don't know. I haven't really watched any since um since Thanksgiving with the holidays, the kids being home. I haven't watched TV on the couch. I watch all these shows Netflix style on the computer while I work, but. So I haven't seen much. I see Supergirl, but but I haven't seen a lot of uh, wrestling. And um, I think they switched networks or something. But Ring of Honor's good because the show's is pre-taped, and it's only an hour long, so they put the best stuff on there. Yeah, I heard it's pretty good. Yeah, I like it. And and da- and Kaz and Daniel show up too. That's and, good. Uh, That's the best part. Yeah, they're on there, yeah. And uh, they show up at a lot of the end of the tag team matches. They always show up at the end and beat up everybody. Because they, <laughs> they lost the the title a few months ago. So whoever's try, trying to get the title, they beat them up so they can't win the title. <laughs> so it's pretty cool. And uh, Daniels wears a... Uh, he kind of he walks into the ring dressed like the Red Skull. Like with... Uh, Almost like a Nazi outfit on, but it's a uh, Hydra, you know, like a Hydra outfit, like Red Skull will wear. Yeah. And then when he takes it off, he wrestles with a Venom unitard. It's kind of <laughs> cool. It's all marveled out. Yeah. And Kaz just wears whatever to match him. So he's got a Kaz wears the black pants with Venom on him with the spider on the side. Oh, that's cool. Sometimes they show up with X-Men outfits. They wear blue and shield pants and stuff. It's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. But he looks like the Red Skull when he walks in there. He's got the coat and he's all serious. Yeah. It's kind of fun. Nice. I like it. I like him a lot. I remember... I'm on the I Like Pink page. Oh, yeah, pink. And there's stuff I want to comment on. Because there's an action figure of Superman with his shield. Yeah. (laughs) And and Ricardo Rodriguez as a shield. But I remember, like, (laughs) back in the 80s... There being a Superman shield, yeah, I guarantee. And I want to say like a Gil Kane cover that had a Superman shield. I guarantee well, he, you, it's not. It's just a toy. It's not going to be in the movie. They, of course, they just give him weapons, so you know. Yeah. He has something to hold. Or, or well, back sure, in the day, he had a, back in the day, he had a Supermobile, Johnny. That's true. But I'm saying, like people are like, what a shield, and it's like, well, I think Blockbuster or who was the guy? He was a Kirby character, but he looked like Captain America, but. He was blue and yellow, and he ended up being in Superman comics. He had a oh, shield. Oh, Crime Buster? 
Crime Buster? Maybe it was Crime Buster. I don't even know his name. It was a John Byrne character. No, it was Kirby. This guy was a Kirby guy. Maybe it's oh the Guardian. The Guardian. the Guardian. Yeah, yeah. And I think Superman was him for a little while, wasn't he? In some of the stories. Oh, I in think he was. Yeah, that's right. I remember that. Yeah, because he was. He turned. I don't know why he became him. I think he had to hide out. I think you're confusing uh, Crime Buster and the Guardian, but all right. No, the guard. No, Superman oh, was the yeah. Guardian for a little bit, or maybe he was Crime Buster. He was orange, right? Right. Yeah, I remember him. I remember him being Crime Buster for a while. Maybe that's the orange and was- brown guy. Yeah. yeah, but but I also know the Guardian. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, that's an old 1940s uh, yeah. Jack Kirby character from the Newsboy Legion. Yeah, you're right. Because yeah. yeah, Superman became the Guardian or uh, the br- the brown guy. Yeah, Crime Buster. Crime Buster. Yeah. But I like the Guardian. I always did like the Guardian. Yeah, he's cool. He's and then they made him a. He was a clone. They kept cloning him. Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah. Double X and uh, what you call Star Labs. It would a, a triple X with a, they got to charge two dollars more for a shield. Yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. You guys gonna go see Deadpool? I am. I want to. Yeah. Only if they turn it into a PG thirteen movie. That's the dumbest. Yeah. Like debate that I'm like, just shut up. Dang, Johnny, I have a kid. I want to take my kid to it. Well, let Oliver be the pro- appropriate age, and then we had a, we had a parent in the store the other day. Uh, I happened to be there. In the uh, oh yeah comics in Harrison New York beautiful downtown Harrison New York mm-hmm. oh yeah and, uh, yeah and uh, <laughs> there there was a, a a little kid who wanted to buy Deadpool comic and uh, I said to mom I said you might not want to let him get that <laughs> and she goes oh, and she picks it up and starts leafing through it she goes oh you know he's he's a oh oh okay yeah no I can see yeah no we're not getting <laughs> So I'm like, yeah, I, th- I figured I'd tell you. She goes, oh, thank you so much. It is kind of dumb that they don't have a kid-safe uh, version of Deadpool, given the amount of Deadpool product they've made all these years. I'm surprised they haven't gone to you guys for a kid-safe version of I played um, Marvel. Marvel don't come to us. I played the Lego Marvel game, and Deadpool was in that game, but he was more like a, a mischief maker. Like He showed up and like would spray paint his logo on things and then run away. You kind of find him, try to find him. So I think if he did become like a kid's version, he'd be more like that, where he just kind of does stuff like mischievous. He's not like violent or anything. Then he's not Deadpool. Then he's the heckler. Yeah. Yeah. But they've been been reprinting some of the early Deadpool adventures um, because of his uh, movie and stuff. And those are kind of, they're more kid friendly than the current stuff. Like Joe Kelly's stuff or Gale's stuff? Yeah, I think some of that's reprinted. And some of the stuff when he was with Cable and the Layfield stuff. Fabian Nicieza? Yeah, when everyone had ponytails and stuff. Yeah. yeah. I saw. They actually just had a digital story of uh, Deadpool and Cable. And uh, it was Fabian Nicieza wrote it. And, uh, oh, God, I'm sick, so forgive me. I can't remember his name now. <laughs> Real, real good, real good artist, uh, Ryan uh, Brown. Not Ryan Brown, Ryan Kelly. I want to say I'm, I'm screwing it up. He was just on War Balloon in the last few months, and it's, it, that was actually a kid friendly story, and a good one. And our friend Jesse Blake Snyder wrote one, I believe. Really, a Deadpool story? I, I didn't so. know that. Yeah, yeah, I read it. I'm going to say this that I never say too much. Back in the day, he wrote something. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> I think it was a Wednesday too. 
Back in the day, it was a Wednesday, maybe Tuesday night started. It's true. For all you listeners out there. Things of that nature. <laughs> this and that. Yakata. I've seen the, have you seen the Arnold mobile uh, game you can play on your phone where he's got the, uh, the general outfit on? The, the best defense is defense. Oh, I saw, the, I saw a commercial <laughs> where he said, uh, you take every precaution. If you need one, one chopper, you send 12. <laughs> chopper. <laughs> Just to be safe. <laughs> so I saw something like that. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So Austin and Allie ended. I saw that on a Disney channel. What do you mean? See, you guys don't know because you don't have a little nope. girl in your house. Yeah. Austin Allie, that's uh, the girl's favorite Disney show season finale. Season, uh-huh. uh, series finale. Was she sad? Yeah, she was upset because it was the last, so we recorded it and we had to let her watch it. But I watched it with her. Yeah. How was it, advanced, it? It advanced 10 years, which is really weird. But I guess it gives a good message to kids yeah. that the show advanced 10 years and they all had babies. They all had kids. Ooh, spoilers. Come on. Yeah. I, may, I may binge yeah. watch that next weekend. I know. Uh, yeah, Frank has got 30 episodes of Austin and Alley like, lined yeah, up. Yeah, he got his, eight uh, years of it. I think it's been on. I hope uh, when Gotham ends, it jumps ahead like 20 years and shows him as Batman or something. Yeah. At least where he could shave. Yeah. yeah, it'd be cool if the like they just, they just <laughs> it'd be cool if the they just jumped ahead like anyway and did jumped ahead like ten years and he's not quite Batman yet but he's just like almost right. Batman you know I would like to I go five jump ten. five years every six episodes you know because <laughs> or like they do this mid season finale yeah yeah go up into there and then when the first episode of the second half of the season starts. Say five years later again, you know. Yeah. So it's by the time you get to that halfway season, ten years went by. They need to. I bet they're going to do that, but they if the, if they were to do that, it'll only it'll be within five years, and so that they can make him like seventeen or sixteen or, yeah. or something like that, where he might be a little more capable to be active, but still not Batman. Yeah, it'd be cool to see him. Just in shadows. Maybe right. I said it before, but keep it from Commissioner Gordon's perspective. And he just sees a shadow because we all know it's Batman, but he, you know, he doesn't. And he just he knows what it is that somebody's there, but he he doesn't meet him and stuff. And something like that. I don't know. So just just do it. Yeah. Because I know be Mister cool. Freeze is coming too now. Man. Yeah. And, and how could? How could he exist already? Right. I just think you got to like throw all that out the window in terms of how can these guys exist before Batman? Yeah. That's why you like the show, though. Right. Yeah, I like it. I'm gonna you know, HBO uh, this month has been showing all the really good animated movies. They showed uh, part one of The Dark Knight Returns and Year One uh, this weekend, this past weekend. And I was enjoying oh, those. Yeah. I saw near year one. So it has uh, Brian, Brian Cranston is uh, Jim Gordon. Yeah, that's cool. And actually, a Ben Abernathy who plays Gordon on Gotham is Batman. He's Bruce Wayne. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah, it's a real. Your the Batman Year One cartoon is really one of the better animated movies. It might be the best one. And you know what's weird is um, 
it's more it's not really about Batman too much. It's mostly Commissioner Gordon. Yeah. That's how yeah. the comic was too, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't I I read the comic when it when it came out, but I read it as a collection, you know. Oh, really? I, I remember reading it issue by issue. Yeah, that was Frank Miller and David Mazzucchelli. Yeah. It's true. Very good. It came out after Dark Knight. Yeah, it did. Yeah. I thought it was better. It's just me, though. I thought it was better as well. Yeah. But, I mean, both, like, Batman Year One, the cartoon, is a it's very adult, and it's all about police corruption and everything, and it's it's really, really good. It's so good. Like, it's real good. Very good. <laughs> it's just Batman Year One freeze dried. <laughs> it was a good one. Yep. They showed the him kissing all up on that other lady. Spoilers. Yeah. Yeah, that's cheating. Yeah. He was cheating with uh Cheat. with Sarah and I forget what Sarah's last Essence. name is. Nice. Was it? Yeah. Nice. That's yeah. right, Sarah Essen. That's right. I like that, yeah. That's funny. The uh, what was I going to say? Oh, did you guys hear the news about the JLA Teen Titans movie animated movie? Yeah, yeah. I heard something. <laughs> I didn't click on the link. That's funny. Neither did I. Because I got things to do. Exactly. I'm like, all right. I saw <laughs> the headline. That's time. <laughs> I see it at, at, at coffee drinking time in the morning. And then I'm like, yep. oh, all right. But then it's like kids are gone. I need to talk to my wife, and so I just look at it and then never go back. We're a couple weeks away from uh, Batman Bad Blood coming out, and that uh, which is basically that battle for the cowl. But I hope they rewrite it into a better story. Battle, <laughs> battle for the back cow. What's that? Battle for the back cow. Exactly. Blood. But yeah, hopefully they'll improve on it. The lady. The lady. I like the lady. Lady's going down. The lady. Lady's going down. Ben Carson. I think the, Trump's going to win. He's going to be in the next. All the other clown car people. Well, it's just I think regardless, the the uh, field after Iowa and New Hampshire is going to people more people are going to drop out because they're not going to they're not going to do well. What about Chris Christie? I don't. Know, it depends how many Big Macs he's got between now and uh, Super <laughs> Tuesday. That's that's on. Why you got to be that way? Come that's on. just it. It's New that's Jersey. The one thing I crave, man, all the time is Big Mac. He's got big pants, very big pants. He's got floppy pants. He loses iPhones. I don't think he has floppy pants. I think they're very tight. Really? Yep. It's a choice, Johnny. Choice. That's true. <laughs> very true. He's doing the complete opposite of you. He's got. It's true. I do the floppy pants. I do the clown pants. Stuff falling out all the time. <laughs> I don't wear pants that much. I have them, but they're. Floppy, they're barely on. They're held on by a string. It's true. <laughs> I believe it. In the house. I was trying to remember I said in the last pod I wasn't gonna go out to the twenty eighth. I almost made it. Oh. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> we need we needed to do something. <laughs> oh, you know what happened? Because my parents came over on Christmas and I walked them to their car. Oh I don't count getting mail. Because I'm still in the sweatpants and the in the slippers and all that. But Christmas, I had clothes. I was wearing pants and I had socks and shoes on. Oh. And when I, I helped them to their car, I had, was fully dressed. You know, showered, nice hair, you know. And then I'm like, and I told <laughs> told my mom. I went, oh, she like what? She, I said I got. I went. I left the house. I'm fully dressed outside. 
It's like, so what? It's like, no, you don't understand. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> so how long was the streak? Um, About six days. Wow, you're like Joe DiMaggio. Yeah. <laughs> it's rough, though. You get a little nutty. You're like a pantsless Joe DiMaggio. Pants. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh. Speaking of pants, Johnny, what do you think about uh, uh, Sesame Street moving to uh, HBO? That's so funny. When I was sick with the flu, I had HBO Kids on, and I woke up to Elmo <laughs> breaking down something. And I really was like, why am I hearing this? <laughs> and I was ready to kill somebody. But I like uh, it. It looked it looked fine. I, I think it looked like Sesame Street, but with like a new coat of paint, more they more productive. On it yeah, yeah. <laughs> they swear on it. They show a random naked girl in the beginning. <laughs> yeah, Elmo liked TNA. <laughs> <laughs> swear that throws me off when that guy swears on that home sports real real sports HBO. That guy who swears on real sports. That guy. Um, Brian Gumble, that guy. Let me ask you this: Why are those MFs really yeah. out there? <laughs> he'll, he'll throw in a swear word in the middle of a sentence. Like what? Really? Yeah, I watched that. I'm like wow. you don't have to do that, dude. Yeah, Brian Gumble. He does. He's on HBO. I think it's in the contract. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're, exactly. Oh yeah, you could swear here. You could let's say let's take really a moment extreme. and show you some kittens. Yes. You can say some real extreme by just asking the guy if he ever took steroids. Did you ever take some blah, 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 steroids, you, blah, 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 you know? <laughs> what? I, lo- I love that Elmo's allowed to swear now. That's awesome. Yeah. He starts like out it. a lot of sentences with holy and ends them with a different word. Yeah, they're combining it with uh, co-ed confidential and perversions of science, some of those TNA shows on Cinemax with, with Sesame Street. Was that guy that Kevin Clash still do Elmo's voice? Didn't he get in trouble for something? That's a good question. I don't know if it's him or if it's a new Elmo. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, that guy quit, right? Yeah, under a circle of... Uh, He's like, yeah, some... some they should build. combine, they should combine the... Little boys, yeah. yeah don't they have that cat, that cat house series? Exactly. Like the, the almost, almost at the Bunny Ranch, exactly. <laughs> they, should, they should do a crossover with, uh, with Sesame Street. I do it, Elmo. We're going to show you what a rusty trombone is. Come on over with Sheila for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Rusty trombone. You ever see a Cleveland steamer? Elmer never been to Cleveland. Well, I got a, I got a new one for you, Johnny. I'll talk to you about it later. Uh, All right. Yeah. I want to know why Eggs it's Rusty. <laughs> I, think it, I, I think it's called a... a no, I don't want to say. <laughs> I, I, I just love, love the euphemisms. That's why I love a Cleveland steamer. And this one's Rusty. called a Cleveland accordion. What's well, Toledo's thing? Hey! Oh, it's Jamie Farr, and it, it involves a lot of uh, uh, excessive body hair. <laughs> Is uh, Kiefer Sutherland in any of this thing? Yeah, it's a Cleveland <laughs> flatliner. <laughs> oh man, I heard they're making a new twenty-four without Kiefer Sutherland. Good. It's called twenty-two. <laughs> it's a little it's shorter. It's called exactly. twenty-four hours later. Yeah, I don't it's know what the prequel. Deal is. Episode 25. Do you guys see Star Wars anymore after our last pod? Saw it like six more times. Did you really? I've only seen it twice. No, no, I, I saw only, it once. I only saw it once. Well, that's because you got a baby. One time. If you didn't have the baby, would you have seen it more than once? I don't know. I bet you would have. Franco's got me working on Spot on Adventure over here. Nice. 
I want to see it with Mike Norton. SpotOnAdventure.com. Boy, I'd, I'd like to see it. I didn't know that was his dad. <laughs> <laughs> did you see? Uh, did you see Saturday Night Live? They had uh, Adam Driver on there. Oh yeah, undercover. And he was, yeah, yeah he was funny. undercover boss. He was Kylo Ren, undercover boss. <laughs> he went undercover as like a radar technician. It's real funny. <laughs> good stuff. Good stuff. You should watch it. It was very good. I like it. I like it. So Leia's his mom. Is that what they mean by that? Why? Why did they call it a Death Star? Why is it a Star Killer base? I don't get it. This movie needs more pugs. <laughs> I think Kylo and oh, Kylo is Skywalker and Solo combined. Don't you think? No, the, spell, the sky. Kylo. The spelling's all wrong. Well, I don't know. That's what I figured. I was looking at that and thinking, you know what? That looks like a shorter version of a Skywalker <laughs> and a Solo. It sounds like Bill Cosby. What do you think? Skylo. Wake <laughs> up, Julie. Look what I discovered. I'm going to take over the first <laughs> oil of my little thing in their drink, you see. Oh, <laughs> uh, we watched that show. Man, that was... Ah, uh, it's, ter- it's horrible. And you, you see this... Uh, I something made me cringe yesterday. I'm watching. I thought it was a. I thought it was a joke. There's a new OJ movie, OJ Simpson movie. Yeah, with Cuba. Yeah, Cuba. First they see Cuba, and then <laughs> I, I'm like, all right. And then I see John Travolta. It, lo- it looks like a parody, right? Yeah. And then I see David Schwimmers, and they're like, oh, come on. Like no, it's got to be some kind of fake trailer, but I think it's real. Right? Yeah. Yeah, it's either on Fox or it's on FX. I forget which. And I'm like, I don't care. (laughs) Yeah. And then you see David Schwimmer as Kardashian, and he just says, "Don't let him hang up the phone. Don't let him." (laughs) Oh, I didn't know he was Robert Kardashian. Yeah, he's Kardashian. And crazy. So who's who's uh? Is uh, Travolta Shapiro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It makes Interesting. No sense. Who's Johnny Cochran? They should get. Um, oh yeah. Jackie Childs. They should get. Yeah. They should. Get, uh, <laughs> what's his face? <laughs> Philip uh, Phil Morris. Yeah, I I know who he is, but I can't remember his name. I. That'd be awesome if Phil Morris did it. That'd be fantastic. He's a he should... guy. <laughs> Jackie Childs. But it looked like a. It looked like a parody, like one of those college humor videos. Sure. It looked like sure. that. I was like, what is this? Like, Well, that's like they did in the 90s when CBS did uh, a miniseries about the Reagans and um, Josh Brolin's dad, uh, James Brolin, played Ronald Reagan. And he looked like Ronald Reagan, but it looked goofy. <laughs> it, was, it'd be cool it was on Showtime. It ended up going on Showtime. It'd be cool if Jimmy Stewart played Ronald Reagan. Well, 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 we're going to fly to the moon. <laughs> now, now, hold on, Ronnie. Uh, yeah, we're going to do a little Red Contra. Well, Red Contra. <laughs> Why does Jimmy Stewart sound like Mike Norton? <laughs> exactly. We're going to bomb him over there. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We're going we're gonna to invade a little country called Grenade. Mi- 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 Mr. Gorbachev, <laughs> tear down this wall. You're out of order. <laughs> He's too thin. He's too thin to be Reagan. He'd be good, He'd be good around a Reagan. They could have just got Reagan to play Reagan. Yeah, he's an, an actor. actor. 
Yeah. He did play Reagan. Yeah, he did. He did eight years. Played him for reals. Well, uh, how many uh, times did you vote for him, Johnny? Zero. Oh. Three times. I voted for. Him. I voted for Mondale. I didn't get to vote for him the first time. I was too young, but the second election was my first election. And, uh, yeah, I voted for Mondale. No wonder he lost. Wrong. Exactly. No, he didn't vote for Reagan anyway, Julie. What, 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 was, what was Mondale's camp- campaign slogan? Where's the beef? Where's the beef? That's right. Was it really? Yep. yep. Why? Because he didn't have any. Well, he just said there was no there was no substance to what he was proposing. I understand that kind of strategy. <laughs> I'm doing the same thing. How are you going to build that wall? You'll see. It's going to be excellent, and you're going to love it. He said, "Did you see the best wall ever?" On Kimmel, when he said that, because Kimmel tried. Is it true? You said you're going to build the wall, and he, how would the people get in? He says, "There's going to be a door. The door. Be, true. It's going to be made of gold." I'm going to have two guards with machine guns. You're going to love it. It'll be beautiful. <laughs> he said that just like you Same. say. With two guards with machine guns. <laughs> Who'll let you in. And the golden door. That's what he said. <laughs> yeah, but you see who he's up against, and it's like he might get the nomination. going to win, sir. President Trump. He's That'll be win. insane. It's like Jesse Ventura when he got in charge of Minnesota. Yeah. Did he declare Sasquatch an endangered species? I don't remember. I think that's why he didn't get reelected because he didn't. He refused to acknowledge the squatch. Because there's some states that acknowledge them as an endangered species. You're not supposed to shoot. We recognize the existence of Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. Teddy Roosevelt did. Did he? Did he really? Yeah, he's for real. Yeah, that's awesome, bully. He wanted to box him. Want to wrestle? What wrestle. Wrestling? <laughs> I love Teddy. He's nuts. I liked him. Big burly fellow. He was a big burly fellow. They couldn't. They couldn't get a horse to cross the river because it would have drowned. So they put him on a moose. <laughs> Did they really? That's a true story. What happened? He was Teddy Roosevelt was had to cross this river, and the horses. Um, it was too too deep for horses, so they put him on a moose, and he crossed the river on a moose. I believe. I believe that's a true story. All right then. I know the story of when he was giving a speech and he got shot. And yeah. he got wounded, and he wouldn't leave the podium until he finished he his finished speech. His speech yeah. yeah, I'm not done. <laughs> okay. He was vice president to President McKinley. And as I've told you before, my nephews are related to him. Their bloodline, not on my side of the family, on their father's side of the family. They are McKinley's. Oh! <laughs> exactly. I Zachary. saw they were making a, a, a Obama movie too. Who's going to be in that? Um, I don't. I didn't recognize. <laughs> that. They just look like new actors, young. There you go, Johnny. There's couple. a picture of a booth. <laughs> look at it, stand by. <laughs> Probably you viewers out there. I could just email him a moose. A picture of Teddy Roosevelt riding a moose. Is he on a moose? He's on a moose. It's a true it says story. Teddy Roosevelt rides a moose. Yep. Oh. There it is. He is he is crossing the river, riding a moose. Uh-huh. He should run again. I know my it's history, like Jesus, Johnny. Like Jesus H. Christ on horseback. Hey. What's the H stand for? That's a blasphemy. Herbert. I don't like it. I believe it's Herbert. Henry. Herbert. Jesus Henry Herbert. Herbert. Jesus Herbert Christ. 
Jesus like, Henry Herbert. Give him Herbert as the middle name. Are you nuts, Mary? And then Lex <laughs> Christ. Sounds right. Lex Christ is mad because he didn't get a middle name. <laughs> What's my Mary middle says, name? No powers, Mary no middle name? Do what now? I said Mary and John Burns sound the same. Let's give him a middle name that, like Herbert. <laughs> 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 All right, Mary. How come you sound like John Byrne? I don't know. In the, in the, in the words of Art's mom, I, I, I don't like that. Yeah, that's that, I'm <laughs> sure you think that's funny. Lex Christ. Yes, I'm sure you think that's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Lex Christ. He didn't get no powers. I'd be mad too. He was very angry, very upset. Mm hmm. There was a picture, because I guess on uh, January 15th, it was Phyllis Coates' uh, birthday. And she was 80, she 89 Oops. years old. The first Lois Lane. Mm-hmm. You know, I got to say, I, I like those episodes of Superman more than the... I like I like uh, Noel Neal a lot. I had a crush on no, Noel Neal. I did not have a crush on Phyllis Coates. But uh, Phyllis Coates was a really tough Lois Lane. She was like, she just was pissed at Clark all the time. Yeah. You're an, Clark, where the hell's Superman? You got to call Very some angry. people. You got to do some things. What's that from? from Pulp Fiction. Did you say something like that? I, don't I haven't seen that in a while. They used to be my Breaking Bad. I saw that movie a bunch of times. 30 times at least. I watch Snatch all the time. Ooh, it's on hey, TV. hey. It's a family I'm just saying. Family I'm not family. saying. I'm just saying. I might have saw that. I love that movie. Very funny. A lot of illegal boxing in that movie. Illegal boxing? Yeah, they're doing bare knuckle boxing like in the uh, gambling houses. Oh yeah, that's a good movie. Jason Statham. Is that before Fight Club or after? That's a good question. I think after. Pretty sure Fight after. Fight Club's great too. Oh yeah. I used to go when these movies were out. I just go to the theater every Friday and see the same movie. Nothing else sure. to do, you know. Now you got responsibilities. You mm-hmm. can't do that. I don't see anything no more. Well, we didn't have any any VHS VHSs VCRs or VCRs. I took I took full advantage of the Showtime free weekend, and I saw uh, the Jam. They did a music documentary about the band, the Jam, that was excellent. They did a David Bowie one that was excellent. They did a Genesis one that was excellent. It was excellent. I liked it. <laughs> Yeah. And, stuff. and then I watched the boxing. Artie and I were talking about Deontay Wilder. Oh, yeah. WBC champion. And the guy broke his, s- stretched out his uh, ACL, <laughs> his ACL muscle they, or the tendon or whatever. And they gave the other guy the, the belt. They said he's champ. Yeah, oh, I guess you're champ now. Yeah, he, he, didn't he have to punch slipped anybody. on his own, not from a punch. He just slipped on his own and he fell on his back and he couldn't continue. He couldn't get up. So they wave off the fight, and they're holding up the other guy's hand. The other guy didn't throw a punch, Charles Martin. Yeah. He just showed up. Yeah. Yeah. It was very bizarre. It should have been a no contest. Yeah, I didn't like that. I showed I Rose know. that, too, and she agreed. Like, what do you think it is? She said, they didn't even fight. Like, this guy's the new champ. She's like, he's going to get beat. <laughs> he don't look like a – he. only thing he had going for him is that he's big, like he's heavy. So if he yeah. fights a smaller guy – He's going to outweigh him. But if he fights a guy his size, and if the guy's fit, that guy, he's doomed. 
or even that big heavy uh, Ortiz, the big fat Cuban guy. Yeah, I think he'd beat. I think he'd beat Deontay Wilder or Charles Martin. Yeah, he will because he's he's very he's large, but he's very fit. Like he's strong. And he yeah he moves he moves well and he knows how to punch. Mm-hmm. Does he move like Jagger, Jimmy? He does. He sw- he sways. Mm-hmm. Well, a lot of the boxers now, this, a lot of the big heavyweights, they're coming to boxing very late in their athletic careers, and they just don't fight instinctively. So they right. they spend a lot of time literally doing nothing, and that's not good. So I think a a a, a heavyweight that has good mobility. And can move out of the way and position himself and, and give a lot of angles. I think will hurt these guys. Yeah, you get the kid who's been training since they're sixteen, right? Even earlier. Mm-hmm. Like they're all MMA fighters now, though. They're all going that way. Some are. Yeah, a lot of the young kids. Yeah, I yeah. might try that. I think it'd be good. I'd like to see you do MMA. Mm-hmm. But I just <sighs> want to do the wrestling part. You know where they choke choke each other. Ooh. That'd be, that'd be, I don't nice. want to get punched. You'll be like uh, Kevin James in that. Uh, <laughs> here comes the boom. Because I got to protect my drawing arm. Or maybe I could just, you know, charge him a page rate, you know, per round. You know. Hey, Artie, <laughs> Wendy Williams renewed for three uh, seasons. Oh, I know. Very exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That just I'm means not, I got to buy more coffee in the morning. I'm not going to watch this. Oh man, yeah, I love it. <laughs> she goes, she goes right to the hot topics now. She bonds, she, she skips over there with her little shoes. Does she have a position on the uh, Oscars? Is she going to support the Oscars? Or is she going to ban them like how? Uh, a lot of us I watched Americans it today, are. and I agree with her. That, she, uh, say? she says that. Um, I don't know if I, I, I can't remember exact, but I know that. It's not really like she brought up. Like if there's if there's one group of people protesting, they're not the only group that should be protesting. What about this group of people and this group of people and this group of people? So she said it's not a deliberate room full of old guys saying let's not vote for any of these people here. I don't think it's that. It's just uh, and she just said to focus on other things, move on, people, but. The whole thing was, should Chris Rock step down? And Wendy did some investigating, and he's getting paid several hundred thousands of dollars to host. Sure. And he has kids, <laughs> and he hasn't done a lot of work lately. So she said, don't step down. You need the yeah, money. I don't, I, don't think, I don't think he's hurting for money. I don't, I don't no. Think that's yeah. But he should. Well, I also think I think he and Reggie Hudlin, you know, is the producer of the Oscars this year, and also the person in charge of the Academy. The president of the Academy of Arts and Sciences is an African American woman, uh-huh. so I think they have uh, African Americans in very prime positions if she, they want. She to. released some sort of statement about all the controversy or something today. I'll look for that, but I I've, I. All I know is I have a feeling Reggie Hudlin and Chris Rock have something up their sleeve. Yeah. But I guess this is all about the in, inherent racist, racism because, like, these people aren't getting together and say, okay, let's not vote for the black guy. Mm-hmm. You know, it, no, I don't I, think that's happening every, either. Everybody's making their own, their own picks and decisions. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Like we're yeah I don't, but 
<clears throat> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's hard. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a deliberate racial, snub. Racial, no. But you know, I'm not there listening. But I look at it as like the Eisner Award. Like compare. That's all we have to compare. So sure. if you look at the trend of the winners at the Eisner Awards, um, there was a lot of female and a lot of uh, uh, girl uh, hero. Uh, main hero was female comics. I sounded like uh, Christopher Walken there. Comic. <laughs> but was, there was a lot of that theme going on. Like the sure. hero. So maybe that's just the theme. I don't know. I don't really watch the Oscars too close. Um, I thought they already happened. Then I found out they're still like six weeks away. <laughs> yeah, the, well, those were the Golden Globes. Uh, like oh, a week was it? Away. Yeah. Oh, Okay. I want Leonardo to win. I like DiCaprio. Here's the story. Director Spike Lee and actress Jada Pinkett Smith said on Monday they will boycott next month's Academy Awards ceremony because black actors were shut out of nominations and the Academy acknowledged it needed to do more to promote diversity. The the Oscar acting nominees announced Thursday lacked black performers for a second straight year, leading to the revival of the Twitter feed hashtag OscarsSoWhite that emerged in 2015. Lee, the director of Do the Right Thing and 2015's Chai Rack, said he had timed his announcement with the national holiday commemorating slain civil rights leader Martin Luther King. How is it possible for the second consecutive year all 20 contenders under the actor category are white? And let's not even get into the other branches, Lee wrote under the Oscar So White hashtag. 40 white actors in two years and no flav, flava at all. We can't act, said Lee. Academy of Motion Pictures, Arts, and Sciences president Cheryl Boone Isaacs said while the Academy, which awards the Oscars, had made changes in recent years to drive diversity, the change is not as coming as fast as we'd like. We need to do more. Isaacs, who is of African-American, called for big changes, saying she was heartbroken and frustrated about the lack of inclusion in this year's crop of nominees. In the coming days and weeks, we will conduct a review of our membership recruitment in order to bring about much-needed diversity. Lee said his decision to stay away from the ceremony was meant as no disrespect to Oscar MC Chris Rock and producer Reginald Hudlin, both of whom are black, or to uh, the American Motion Picture Arts and Scientists uh, officials. Jada Pinkett Smith, who appeared in two Matrix movies, also said she would skip the February 28th ceremony. Maybe it's time we pull back our resources and we put them back into our communities and we make programs for ourselves that acknowledge us in ways that we see fit that are just as good as the so-called mainstream. Her husband, Will Smith, who stars in the football injury drama Concussion, and Idris Elba, who played an African-American warlord in Beasts of No Nations, were among black actors snubbed this year. The black cast and director of hip-hop biopic Straight Out of Compton was also left out. Boy, they don't even mention uh, Ryan Johnson and uh, Michael B. Jordan for Creed. Right, in Cuba for OJ. <laughs> yeah, that's not an Oscar one. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I have to agree because I do think they're especially with Straight Outta Compton and uh, Creed that there should have been better representation in those in the nomination, especially given that Stallone did get it for Creed. Yeah, that's Michael, right, right. Yeah, oh, yeah, he did, right. Mike he deserves it too. They're they're both great. You can't. You really can't judge one without the other. Yeah, all my votes on nominations will go towards Star Wars, maybe the Lego Movie, because that's what I saw this year, and the uh, Peanuts movie. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't hear anything. I didn't hear anything about the uh, the the Oscars, except for um, the lack of of black uh, people being nominated, and uh, 
Mad Max got nominated like ten times. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those are the only well, things I really cool. heard. That's cool. George Miller's awesome. Although I don't know if he got it for director, did he? No, I don't think yeah. so. That's too bad because it's an amazing movie. I got it recorded. I'm gonna watch. It's very it. good. I watch very it good. six months. You haven't seen the Bad Maxes yet? No. I had it. Yeah. It was incredible. It was all right, Johnny. I thought it was amazing. It's very actually. good. Because it's all practical <laughs> effects, just like Star Wars. Yeah. No CGI. Star Wars. Yes. Star Wars had CGI? Digitalis. No. Huh. Or less. Star Wars had some, but it had less. Last practicality. But even but Mad Max had none because no technology. That's right. Dr. Jones? Star Wars is starting to wear on some people. I was talking to this guy, and he said he doesn't like it now. Hilarious. Yeah. He does just, a, just over a month yeah, old. Yeah, I've seen people it's online, too, complaining about it. They're like, yeah, this is my seventh favorite Star Wars movie. And I'm like, man. Be <laughs> <laughs> putting the prequels ahead of this? They're idiots. Just for them, I'm gonna go see it again. I don't. I don't like. I don't like that. Meanwhile, it just opened in. It just opened in China. <laughs> I heard that it's not gonna knock Titanic out of the running because uh, in some parts of the world, uh, Star Wars is just not as popular as the Titanic is. I guess not. Well, they're lying. Number two isn't bad. Number two is pretty bad, Johnny. Number two all time? If you ain't first, oh, you're no. last, Johnny. I thought you were talking about number one or number two. I'm sorry, Johnny. No. Number one? Uh, nine. Number one? <laughs> number nine? Number two? Nice. Three? Four? Oh, man. I was sad uh, among the celebrities that died. I was really sad about Richard Libertini. From uh, He was Fletch's editor oh. in the Fletch movies. Oh. And he's, and he's the... He's the the Swami in uh, All of Me, the Steve Martin movie where... Oh, he died? Yeah. I didn't yeah. know he died. I know uh, the mayor from Ghostbusters died. Yep. Yep. Really? Yeah. And Alan Rickman's tape. Huh? Yeah, Alan Rickman, huh? yeah, Alan Rickman was sad. The sheriff of Nottingham. Yep. Hans. Hans Gruber. Hans. Bobby. Come on now. Mm-hmm. Hans. Good stuff. I know. Very sad. Hello, John McClane. Oh, don't chew me. That guy. Oh, no, man. I love when he, when he fakes being an American. And, of course, by Grabthaw's Hammer. Yeah, Galaxy Quest. Yeah, that, he was great in that. Very funny. Oh, yeah. I noticed you managed to get your shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> and I love him in uh, Dogma as the voice of God. Okay. And, uh, Jay from Jay and Silent Bob figures out what they need to do. And he goes, oh, my God, the little stone is right. <laughs> <laughs> good stuff. It's very good. It's very good. Very good. Very sad. Yeah, they're, they're all 69. A lot of them were. Oh, shit. Johnny, you're not 69, are you? No, I'm only uh, 51. Okay, you're um, good. You're good. 51, oh! are you, Johnny? Yeah. Oh! Awesome. How old's it for John? <laughs> Virgin stopped aging last year. He stopped aging. It's dead. It's dead, dark, and dang. Thank God, get dead. I, oh, you know what's hilarious? <laughs> Peter Milligan and I were talking to it. Hopefully, we will be doing an interview soon. Oh, nice. Thank God, get dead. Dark and dank. 
I love him. Hello, John. Is that how he talks? Got a great idea for a story. Hello, John love. He walks into a bar all upset. And he's crying his heart out to Zatanna. And all of his great friends are now dead, dark, and dead. <laughs> Sounds good to me, Pete. Sounds good to me, Chuck. <laughs> exactly. Hello. I, I like the lady. <laughs> Hello, love. Hello, love. James is doing good stuff lately. Is he still writing comics? Yeah, he's writing a lot of Marvel. Yeah. Very good. He's uh, doing Squadron Supreme. Uh, we killed uh, Namor in the in the first issue. Uh, Namor. They beheaded Namor. Really? Finally. Yeah. Hyperion. That's what you do to a fish, right? You cut that was his name? Hyperion Rex. I used to call him Hyperion. <laughs> Hyperion. Hyperion, like Mr. Tarantula? Yeah. Hyperion. Hyperion. I remember those Squadron Supreme books. It was just like Justice League. And they had the 12 yep. issue series. That was good. Yeah, that was the best thing ever. One of the best things ever. Mm hmm. That and Mark Rudolph. Did Mark Rudolph uh, write it? I'm going to go with. Um, Maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I think so. Mm hmm. Nice. Nice. So where's Pants? We could be done. I don't know what else. What else is going on? <laughs> I missed Stop. I finished the munchkins today. Finally. Nice. Finally. A lollipop guild? Yeah. I could talk about it since it's been announced. They're making t-shirts and everything. Who are some of the more obscure munchkins that you didn't remember being part of the uh, big group? Um, Olaf, the three-nippled munchkin. Well, I don't know. Just It's not the same as Wizard of Oz. It's something different. I was just reading uh, Judy Gar uh, Jack Parr talking about Judy Garland. Yeah. And she said that all the Munchkin would come up and like proposition her during the movie. <laughs> hey, can I show you about a Cleveland steamer? <laughs> <laughs> Good. Put you over the rainbow. Yeah. <laughs> They've been it's the like place. Buzz off while Mickey Rooney kicked you in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that is, Johnny. <laughs> I like it. I'm drawing characters my right now, and they're looking different. Sad Wizard of Oz rumor is during the big dance scene, supposedly way in the background. You can see that one of the kids was so sad that he killed himself, and that he's and that he's hanging in the background of one of the big Wizard of Oz scenes. Yeah, oh, I heard about true. that. It's it's not true. It's totally not true. But it's a very funny. I think it's a morbidly funny story. It's very funny. <laughs> Who was yawning? I was. Nice, baby daddy. Turn. Yeah. Oh, I saw Good Fantasy Island. Speaking of little people. Oh. <laughs> Fantasy. It was weird. It was. Um, Okay, it was the girl who replaced Chrissy. Jenny Lee on Harrison. Chris Company. Yes, yeah. Jenny Lee Harrison. Yes. She was a she daughter. her great grandfather was a riverboat captain <laughs> who uh like during Mark Twain's time, but he ran like an underground railroad scheme on the riverboat. And Roddy McDowell 
was the jerk that like got him fired for doing that. And so she was like in a con Roddy McDowell. I die sick. Exactly. And then uh, the other story was Doug McClure and Carol Lindley were a Doug couple. McClure. And Gary, Gary Collins was an angel. When I saw that Gary Collins and uh, Roddy McDowell were in it, I was kind of hoping it was going to be one of those Roddy McDowell is the devil episodes. But it wasn't. Well, he showed but up a couple really times as the, as the devil, right? Yeah, like several times. Is yeah, he, he was like – yeah, like he literally, he was uh, Mr. Rourke's like, uh, like Lex Luthor. Yeah, really? Yeah, they're fun. They're funny as hell. Oh yeah, they have like they're acting their asses off. Like you can't beat me this time, Rourke. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. He had a little bit of a lisp, right? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> We're pacifists. <laughs> it's so good. They're so they're so horrible. I die sick. <laughs> I liked on I like pink that uh, somebody put Doctor Zira in uh, the Love Boat uh, opening. <laughs> that was awesome. That and the Predator. <laughs> predator. Was she on a Predator? Go far, Captain. The Predator is really screwing up his stateroom. <laughs> He's making that clicking noise. Predator. You suddenly, see, like the laser. You see the laser like uh, scope target on like. Julie's bodice or Doc or Isaac. Hey, man! Fred <laughs> hey. is gonna kill me! That screwed up his my tie. That's a bad outfit. Woo! Is that, thank you. Exactly. Isaac, your bartender. Good stuff. Excuse me. Him and Artie Johnson are trying to get Charo. Coochie coochie. Boy, I'd like to. Haven't seen her in a while. Telling you, there's that one YouTube of her on the Tonight Show with Don Rickles, and she's wearing a tube top, and they're going to do like a fake bullfight scene, and and Don Rickles just looks down her tube top and he goes, "My wife is a guy." <laughs> oh my god! Terrible. But it made me laugh. Oh, did you see uh, my favorite new channel, Decades? Hello, I'm Bill Curtis. Welcome to Decades. It's a CBS digital channel, like me TV in those. And just like Antenna TV now is running full-length uh, Tonight Shows, Decades is going to start running the Dick Cavett show. Mm. Yeah. I love that show. Yeah. You've got Norman Mailer on tonight, along with Ike and Tina Turner. It's going to be good. We got to beat. The Go-Go's, I don't think we're ever on Dick Cavett, but they should have been. Yeah. Good stuff. Johnny, Johnny Carson. They hurt. Who hurts? The Johnny Carson episodes. Did I send you guys my clip of me on Johnny Carson? Are you under? You were in the, yeah, you were in the audience. Right? Oh, you were the little baby Johnny, right? Yeah, back when I was 17. Yeah, I remember that. Duck soup. <laughs> he was he was doing it. If I haven't told the story on the uh, pod, um <laughs> He was doing a model. It was 1982. It was April of 1982. Or, yeah. And it was right. It was during uh, this war that Great Britain was having with this South American island called the Falkland Islands. What the? And they, uh, it was ridiculous, but it was a British colony and they were trying to gain their independence. And the British came out with like air, you know, aircraft and everything. And sh- like they were literally, they're sheep farmers. They got no, they have no armies. So uh, it was a successful victory for the British Army. It's true. 
And so uh, Johnny Carson's like, it's like a comic opera, isn't it? And he's like, what's the name of that Marx Brothers movie where Groucho's the head of Fredonia? And I screamed, Duck Soup! <laughs> 17. And he says, yeah, Duck Soup, that's right. What is, so did they show you or you he go to security you? and go get that kid out of here? Well, uh, seriously, an NBC page came up to me and said, if you, if you yell out one more thing, we're kicking you out. Nice. Which was awesome. Uh, no, what happened was they're showing these full-length episodes on Antenna TV, and among the commercials, when they first started showing them, they had an ad saying, hey, if you want uh, – if you're a broadcast company and want uh, clearance clearance of uh, a, a, a video clip or an audio clip, you can register at our website and you can ask how much it will cost. So I registered Word Balloon. Nice. And I wanted because they're like our entire archive is there, and I I looked up because I remembered that uh, Charles Grodin, Victoria Principal, and uh, Jerry Seinfeld were on the episode I saw, and I found the episode, and I knew I remembered where you know that I said something during the monologue, so I'm like you can watch it on the website. I didn't ask; I should ask how much it would cost to get the rights to play that. I bet you it'll be like ridiculous. I bet it's minimum. Because like I can do the whole thing in fifteen seconds, I bet it's a minimum of a thousand dollars. You could do a Kickstarter. Yeah, I'm not gonna. No, it's not worth it. <laughs> I just wanted to hear it for myself. I don't need to. I, I mean, it'd be fun to have for Word Balloon, but I don't need it. It's not necessary. But I like having you know access to it, and I was able to record the audio. And uh, yeah, it was right there. And it was funny because they really lowered my scream because obviously you know I don't know if it was louder. They might have to you know get the rights for me to my voice to be on it, but it was on there. And then using my equipment at at the radio station, I was able to amp the, uh, audio. I dissect, I dissect. (laughs) That's pretty much what it was. (laughs) But yeah, it's pretty cool, man. I found it. I was very excited. Did I send it to you guys or no? Um, I'm going to say yes, maybe. All right. I'll reset. Whatever. (laughs) Possible. It's possible. So there you go. That was my big excitement. I like that. Thank you all for coming. All right, yeah, we can be done. Yeah. <laughs> I got nothing else. I got to I, uh, I burnt so out I. early. Yeah. All right. Three. Yeah. Yeah. It was good, though. Well, it was a pleasure. Let's do it again in about a month or so. Exactly. When pres- Trump is president. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right before Super, right before Super Tuesday, <laughs> when I sweep the table. So when is going to be me against Bernie Sanders? I don't like this guy. They take over in February, don't they? The new boss. Yeah, but not till next year. Yeah, next year, January. Yeah, it's yeah. late. It's late January. Late January. Oh, we're good then. We're still good for a while. Yeah, we got we got a whole year of China. Yeah, yeah, we got a year, yeah, exactly. We got about a year left of Obama. That's good. Yeah, I like it. You can make some like things it. happen still. You know? It's possible. Mess around with people. Dissect. Yeah. It's good. All right. True story. Here we go. Mm-hmm. So enjoy. Thank uh, you very much. Yes. I like. Yeah. I like. Thank very much, Lois. Oh yeah. Comic. dot com. Oh yeah. dot com. Spot on Spot on adventure dot com. It's all good. Yeah. yeah. True. I like. I like pink very much. Thank you. Come. True. Mm. Comixology.com. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like pink very much, Lois. Okay, bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>
There you go. What the hell is that? I like the cough, too. I like this new Suicide Squad trailer. I watched it while we were talking. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.